You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. Happy Tuesday, everyone. I hope you're having a great start to your week. On today's show, we're going to look at the running back position and kind of dive into where they are at camp right now. You're going to hear some perspective on some of the players that are sticking out, where they're going in terms of the running game, and hear all about that. I'm also going to talk about some of the new tailgating options that are available at Boston College that I think is really interesting to talk about. And finally, we're going to get into the news like we always do. And With the news this time, I'm going to add something. As we are now 18 days away from Boston College football, that's about like 14, 15 shows, maybe a little less than that. I'm going to give you a prediction for every show. And they could be Boston College-related predictions. They could be college football in general. I'm going to give you a prediction for every show. And so we'll start and kick one off today. And I'm going to give you a fun one. And I will give you my... Heisman prediction. So you want to hear that one. So let's kick it off with the news. So the first piece of news is a kind of a follow-up to yesterday's news story was that Chibuzi and Wuka uh, is, has been confirmed that he is out. Jeff Halfley brought it up during today's press conference that he tore his ACL during practice this summer and he is going to miss the entire season. This was a bummer as uh, Halfley also said that Boozy uh, was going to start. We are, we, I mean, we already assumed that and uh, that's going to be a big loss for him. Now, Boston College held their first scrimmage today at Boston uh, on campus. And, of course, uh, some of the things that we can't see, um, we got to hear afterwards about how they thought they went. Now, Phil Dracovic, he had his comments about his performance during the scrimmage. Badly. <laughs> Can you elaborate a little bit? I'm just not playing well enough. Um, not completing the ball. And if I play like this, we're not going to win. So I have to play better. Any specific areas you can think of? Completing the ball, uh, being good with my feet, and decision-making. That was Phil Dracovic, Boston College starting quarterback, talking about his um, performance today at practice. He did not sound very happy. Obviously, he knows that he has to do better. Um, it, you know, we didn't get to see exactly what happened. Um, I wasn't at practice. I want to make sure that's clear. That wasn't there. This is just from the film that we've heard. Um, but, you know, he had a tough practice, and... Uh, it's good to hear that, you know, he is not going to be accepting, you know, his 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 not best. He wants to continue to improve. That's what you want in a quarterback. That's what you want in any athlete is a guy that sees his room for improvement. You want a growth mindset here. And I think that's what Phil Dracovic has. So that was a big um, little piece of nuggets there. Um, in terms of recruiting news, uh, class of 2023, Aidan Schuler, who was at Boston College uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, he released his top six a couple weeks ago as well, which right, right after he got back from Boston College. He's a kid from uh, Maryland. He chose Notre Dame uh, this week. He's an athlete. Thought he might have Boston College uh, as a possibility later on, but it sounds like he's going to Notre Dame, and that doesn't seem like he's going to be uh, changing on that one. Also in the news, Boston College made the top 10 for Justin Fernandez, a guard, uh, sorry, a forward in the class of 2022. This, you know, they're in there with like Florida Gators, Clemson, NC State, URI, Providence. So a lot of work they're going to have to do. That The odds are very slim they're going to get this guy. But it's nice to see them back in the, the picture with these things. You know, with, with the new practice center coming down the down the pike, you could you could see that they could eventually start to land some of these players. Also, the AP released their top 25 poll on 
um, Monday. And Boston College, no surprise, was not in it. I mean, as Jeff Havley keeps saying, they were six and five last year. Um, they did not make it, but they did receive five votes. And uh, you know, if you're a Boston College fan, that's always like, oh, that's great. You know, that's usually a step in the right direction. So here's a, a little bit. You know what? I was going to say Heisman today. Here is my prediction for today. So I've already predicted this before, but I'm going to I'm going to really solidify it. I think Boston College has not been ranked, I believe, in the AP poll since 2018 when they lost to Clemson at the ga- at the college game day. Um, event at, at uh, Chestnut Hill. So I don't think they've been ranked since then. I think, here's my prediction, that Boston College will be ranked in 2021. And I will tell you when it will happen. So they start off with three games, right? They start off with Colgate, UMass, and Temple. And I was just on a Cincinnati uh, radio show earlier last week, and they were telling me that Temple's, you you know, be, be a little worried about Temple. I'm not worried about Temple. BC's going to smoke all three of these teams. Temple is not a team in good shape right now. Um, they're going to be three and out. Now, if they go into the Missouri game and beat Missouri, they will be ranked by the time they face Clemson. That's my prediction. I think they're going to start this year off 4-0 and be ranked. They will be the first time that Jeff Halfley's been ranked and the first time Boston College has been ranked since 2018. So that's my prediction for the show. That you, you, you can, <laughs> If you're at home and you want to write these down, you can write, AJ says BC will be ranked by the after the Mizzou game. Um, and you can tell me how wrong I am. Actually, you know what? I'm going to start marking these down myself. My wife always tells me I got to start, you know, writing down things so I don't forget. I'm writing it down right now. That's my prediction. Let's see how right I will be. But with the polls, too, it's also interesting to see where Boston College's schedule lines up. So they have one game against a team in the top 25, and of course, that's Clemson. And that's it this this season. They only play them as in terms of a team that could be ranked. Now, obviously, the seasons change, right? You know, Mizzou could come out and and. and you know, start off three and zero, and all of a sudden they're an SEC team. They get ranked. They could get that. NC State. They were right around where BC is. They could get ranked. Yeah, heck, Louisville or Florida State. It never. It all. You know, that's why they play the games. That's what I'm saying. They they play the games for a reason. So right now, though, it looks like a favorable schedule for Boston College. And if you're interested, the top five, they're all the teams that you usually expect. It's it's Alabama, Oklahoma, Clemson, Georgia, and Ohio State. So it's like the five perennial playoff teams. And like four of them now are going to be SEC schools in a couple of years. So that's where that's at. But I think Boston College has a chance of make being a ranked team this year. They've got to play, though. So in a moment, we're going to chat about the running back position. And if you are interested in in hoping that Boston College can get that running game going, you're going to want to hear my thoughts about two of the running backs that I think could really stand out this season. But let's chat about the fantasy live show. Have you have fantasy football questions you need answered before your draft? I do. I'm terrible at fantasy football. Don't miss Locked On Fantasy Live on Wednesday, August 18th at 9 p.m. Eastern streaming on the Locked On NFL YouTube page. Subscribe now so you don't miss it. Our stable of fantasy experts will answer your questions live or submit them ahead of time at Locked On Network on Twitter. Now let's talk about Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business that has been serving auto parts customers for over 20 years. Why spend 30, 50, or 100% more at a box store or chain store when you could go to Rock Auto and save? They have everything that you need, whether it's brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, or even new carpets. All you need to do is go to their easy to use uh, catalog, enter your make and model, and boom, everything that you need comes right to you. And all you need to do when you go there is go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And make sure you write Locked On in their Hide to Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com 
Do you know 85% of people who play fantasy sports daily lose? It is, it, is it really that surprising? The game is rigged against you. You're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts who have more tools and more, more time. You do not stand a chance. This is to introduce you to Stat Hero. It's the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. Here's how it works. Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head-to-head -head fantasy matchup. You name the stakes, winner takes all. You have the advantage. Stat Hero is showing their lineups ahead of time. No one else does that. Now you are in total control. Head on over to Stat Hero right now and use promo code Locked On, and you can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you a 300% match. That's unheard of. Go to StatHero.com slash Locked On right now. Now this is Locked On Boston College. AJ Black. We are talking about the running back position. If you were following Boston College football last year, this was a position of frustration as Boston College had what we thought going into the season was a stable of running backs that would be able to kind of transition the Eagles from Steve Adazio's power running game to more of this pro style that Frank Signetti and Jeff Halfley were trying to use. However, the running game was a disaster last year. I mean, there's no other way to put it. It just was not effective at any level. And it wasn't just one guy. David Bailey was not effective. Travis Levy was not effective. Pat Garwo, um, he, you know, he, he was in and out of the, uh, the lineup. He had his moments, but he wasn't all that effective either. But, you know, that was, that was the coaching staff playing with cards that were dealt to them. Those were not the cards that they wanted. You know what I mean? So now that Boston College has been able to recruit, they have been able to get transfers in here. It kind of changes the way the running back position is going to look in 2021. And, you know, Jeff Halfley has said numerous times at press conferences already that Travis Levy is, you know, one of his guys that he trusts. And I believe him. I, I truly believe that Levy is that because Levy can do something that we didn't see out of David Bailey. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. He's he's a, a quicker back than, than Bailey was. But... You know, people have asked me, like, who are the names that are are popping at running back for this this fall? And it's Levy, you know, they'll, they'll talk to about his leadership and, you know, everyone respects him. And that's great. But the names about explosiveness come down to two names. And it's names that you guys, if you've been listening to my show, you know who I'm going to say. Xavier Coleman and Alex Singfield. And... They are the future, I think, of Boston College's running back. And, you know, the other guys, Levy and Garwell, they'll have their spots. But in terms of what they want to do, Levy, I mean, uh, Coleman and Sinkfield are those types of backs. Now, specifically, uh, Xavier Coleman, for instance, let's look at him for a moment. You know, now Pete Thamel got to see a full practice the other day and talked about how explosive he is. You know, he said he talked about uh, Coleman, Xavier Coleman, a freshman from uh, Zanap, New Jersey, uh, you know, talked about what he could do and the, the, the speed and elusiveness that he has. Now, the funny thing for me with Coleman is I remember covering his recruitment and I was like, oh, he's 5'10 and, um, you know, he's speedy. You know, you hear, hear about that and he can catch the ball. He gets on to Boston College's roster and I look at the I look at the depth chart and not the depth chart, the, the roster and they have him marked at 5'7. I'm like, oh, well, uh, Xavier Coleman apparently dropped three inches. Uh, but that's kind of what I, that makes much more sense to me, right? He's very, very different than your AJ Dillons, your Andre Williams, or, or even David Bailey, right? Those guys were behemoths. They were 6'2, 240. They were massive guys, big, muscular, physical running backs. That's not what Coleman's going to do for this team. Coleman is going to be that kind of running back that gets the ball and explodes through the hole. He's not going to run over running backs like you remember A.J. Dillon doing or Andre Williams doing. 
He's just going to see that opening and go. And I think that's what you're going to want. You you want to you're going for more of the the finesse role with this running team. Now, for those fans of power running game, that's not something. I'm not saying that they're eliminating that because that would be foolish. You every team needs a physical running back. I mean, even look at what Tom Brady had. Tom Brady, you know, made his bones with Kevin Falk, James White, and Deion Lewis, three really small running backs. But who else did he have with those guys? He had Antoine Smith, he had Corey Dillon, and he had LeGarrette Blunt. So three massive power backs. Every offense needs them. And Boston College has that. That's Pat Garo. I think Pat Garo or Andre Hines, they can do that for you. You know, you don't want Xavier Coleman on three, third and one where you need to push for one yard. You don't want him out there because A, he's smaller. He's going to get tackled a lot easier. You get hurt. Uh, and, and the odds are a lot lower than if you let Pat Garwa, who's you know, 6'2", 240, slam that ball and try to get three feet out of it. So I am excited. I think this running game is going to change. And I've said already that I think the way it's going to kind of ease into the season is that, yes, Travis Levy probably will be the starter against UMass, Temple, and Colgate. And that makes a lot of sense. But once BC starts running away with it, you're going to see Xavier Coleman and Alex Singfield start to come in. They're going to solidify that position. They're going to make big plays, and they're going to force Halfley's hand so that he's going to have to play them more. He's going to have to get them in the lineup or get them more touches. And they may not be the feature back all the time, but they're going to get their plays. They're going to get their touches because that's going to give Boston College's offense a whole other um, dimension that they didn't have last year. You want these guys out there because now you have, what is Dracovic doing? He has like nine different things he could do every time he just lines up. He could throw it to Zay. He could throw it to Jalen Gill. He could throw it to Trey Berry. He could run the ball. He could do play action. He could now, he can run it with Xavier Coleman. He can, you know, throw it to Xavier Coleman. He could do a million different things. So I think this running back position is going to change quickly. And I think, you know, by the Mizzou game, you're going to see Xavier Coleman and Alex Sinkfield in a much more prominent position maybe than you see them at the beginning of the year. So don't don't fret if Travis Levy, if he's not your style, if he's getting a bulk of those carries because maybe they're just trying to learn the offense and get them more acclimated into the style that Frank Signetti is going to use. So in a moment, I'm going to switch gears. We talked about camp. We talked about Jabuzi, uh, Jabuzi and Wuka. We talked about the running backs. Let's have some fun and talk about tailgating again. We've talked about this before on the po- tailgate uh, on the podcast, but there's some interesting uh, new options are out, and I always have I always have my two cents on things like that. So you're gonna want to hear my thoughts about the new tailgating options at Boston College. Before we do that, let's talk about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is full is in full swing, and the NFL is right around the corner. Get all your latest news and all your sporting needs at BetOnline. Before the next pitch, head on over on your mobile device or laptop and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their run to the playoffs. Head over to the website in, or your, use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus when you use promo code Locked On. Again, head over to the website and use promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus. Can't beat that. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. 
This is Locked On Boston College, AJ Black. I am the editor and publisher of bcbulletin.com. If you have not checked out my work over there, please bookmark that page. We're going to have so much content over this time, over the uh, upcoming football season, you're not going to want to miss. So make sure you head on over to bcbulletin.com and check that out. And if you like recruiting news, I always recommend becoming a premium member. We have um, all sorts of recruiting news head, uh, coming up throughout the season with visitors coming and interviews and news and predictions from me. And I am I consider myself an expert. So if you want to check that out, it's only a dollar for the first month and you get access. Let me just tell you a little bit about this. The Discord channel is awesome. And during the season, I'll be talking about everything BC. We we're talking about Chibuzi and Wuka on there yesterday. You got live access to me and my thoughts about who could be replacing him. I also gave some recruiting nuggets that kind of went in the face of some other people who have been saying some things about who Boston College could be uh, targeting. And I have insider information. I swear Trump's all uh, some of the other sites. So check that out. Now, I love talking tailgating. Now, before I was a uh, journalist slash podcaster, I used to go to the games all the time. And then my friends and family members, they all kind of aged out. You know, people started having kids. It was hard to take babies to a tailgate. Uh, and so it just kind of just didn't make sense to go anymore. And, and when I can go and visit some friends that still have them, I definitely go. Uh, but I, I had one. I used to have one inside the parking garage. And then I had one outside Com Ave um, for I think probably over 10 years. It was it was always something I looked forward to in the fall, and I, I kind of miss it. But, you know, Boston College's tailgating policy has always been something of a of a um, thorn in my side and something I always disagree a little bit with, but they've done some new things that I think are interesting, and I want to kind of just address them. So uh, the Twitter handle, Heights and Lows, uh, he's a great guy and a friend of the show, tweeted out that they are creating a, like, tent village uh, where you can rent a tent on lower campus. Basically, this hospitality tent, they're going to provide the food. You just bring the booze and they do everything else for you. Um, and they're going to, so if you don't, if you haven't been to Boston colleges in, in years, and I don't think it has been all that long, uh, the Plex is gone. The old Plex, that, you know, ratty old gym that they had is gone. And in, in place of that is a nice field. And what they're going to do is they're going to put tents all over that and you can rent that tent for the, for the games. Uh, this is a great new um, addition to their tailgating policy. The, the big piece that I don't know about is whether or not how much this costs, because every time I look at per game tailgating things, like maybe I was always like, Hey, maybe I get my family to go to one game and you know, we can rent. It's, it's like the cost of a, of a, of a, um, a vacation. Like I'm not going to go for three hours of tailgating when I can go take my family someplace fun for a whole weekend. You know what I mean? So, um, hopefully this is, I'm, I'm imagining it's probably a little expensive, but it's still a cool option. Um, and I noticed as well that prices for things like, um, uh, in Brighton, the Brighton campus parking is a lot cheaper now. Um, I haven't tailgated in Brighton. I don't know how you guys, maybe you should hit me up on Twitter and let me know. I used to tailgate always on the lower campus, but it looks like uh, some of the, the Brighton campus tailgating seems to be happening. I've walked by it a, a few times when I was getting to my tailgate, um, but I wonder how you guys think. So hit me up at Twitter at LockedOnBC. Let me know what you think about that. The other thing they're doing is another... Um, option for you. It's called the Smith Family Hospitality Room. It's premium hospitality at Alumni Stadium. Um, it sounds like they gave you the food and booze. I'm not sure if this is replacing uh, FanFest. I doubt it. It seems it's premium, so I'm not sure that uh, is what that is. But that's, hey, any more options that they can give? I know I had a reader ask me about um, pre what are they doing on campus. I honestly had no idea until today, so I'm, I'm glad I get to tell you a little bit about that. Um, 
So where are your favorite parts to tailgate? I, I, but while we're talking about tailgating, I'm going to give you my favorite place. So when I was at BC, I loved Sheffield. I loved going on Sheffield. And I have to admit, I have to admit when I was a student there, I was one of those students that would stay at a tailgate through the first quarter, miss part of it, leave to go back. You know, I, I, I admit during those times I was guilty of doing it. Uh, but those were so many, so many fun memories on Sheffield and now that's gone. So, um, I missed that a little bit, but we'll, we'll have to see how these new options kind of fill in for the, the ones that are gone. Now on tomorrow's show, we'll talk a little bit more about the season. I'm going to go through some uh, film of some of the players' comments from the last day or so. And we'll hear maybe from um, Jaden Lars Woodbay, Kobe White. I know a lot of you have been wanting to hear about that. And just as a reminder, yes, tomorrow... Uh, today is supposed to be the media day, but they had to change that. So if you were waiting for fresh interviews, unfortunately, I won't be able to get them because they canceled it. So um, it will be coming up at another day and hopefully I'll be able to get to it. Uh, this is AJ Black. If you have not done so already, follow me on Twitter at AJ Black underscore BC. You can follow my site at BC Bulletin. Um, sorry, at Bolton BC. And uh, if you have any questions you want to ask for the show, hit me up on DM. I love getting questions from fans or listeners uh, to answer on the show, and I can address those as well. Have a great Tuesday, everyone, and we'll see you all again soon. Bye.